news, commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may see things differently. But Ian, this is... Still Still love love you, bro. bro. Finally. We did that really good that time. Finally, I didn't sound robotic. We weren't delayed. Yeah, and we didn't like desync at the end, and yeah, that was good. good. Perfect. Really good. There, there so, we go, twinsies. Just doing it again. This is a good one, I think. We've actually got actual show notes. Chris has taken a, a, a purple magic marker and has scribbled notes on the back of a random piece of paper we found. You know, this is like the most organized show we've had in all 12 episodes. I yeah, think. and if you're listening to this way in the future, like 2035... This will actually be in the Smithsonian, so go look yeah, it up. Yeah, by then we're probably going to have like five or six 4K video screens that have all the different topics we're discussing. The we'll be like Max Headroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll just have a virtual Chris and a virtual me. That'd there you be go. great. There we go. My leg is like, you know, 3024. They're going to be like, wow, this Chris and Jess guy that I'm watching live. We're both sentient AI at that yeah. point. And we're just, yeah. So, and unfortunately, we don't have any Eli's for you. We're, we're out no, of Eli's. Fresh out. Fresh out. We used the last one last episode, and so we got to go pick some more up from the Eli store after this. Yes. Like that big um, um, Battle of the Joshes. Did you see that? I did see something about that. We that was... have like a Battle of the Eli's. Yeah. Yeah. And just bring them all in. I, I wonder how biblical that would be, because like that, just that oh, name. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be interesting, though. Biblical. So what do you have? Okay, so I've got something different. Um, typically, we talk about issues in the United States, and I ran across this article, and it just really spiked my interest because it showed me how different the law is in Canada versus the United States mm. as far as like the rights of a person. How different, but so close. Right. I mean, they're, they're so close. They're very close, but there are very distinct differences that can result in some I think, terrible situations, as we'll see here. And so, when I say close, I mean like close in proximity, not oh, close oh, okay. in legislation. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, they, they are closely based on each other. Like, And I think most modern countries have documents that are like similar to the United States Constitution. I don't think there's many that have um, like the Constitution, that uh, a Constitution type of document that goes as far as the United States. But, sure. you know, Canada is close. However, um, as you'll see in this article, there are some things that, I don't know. I don't know if you call them like loopholes or it's it's really strange. So um, the, the article title is, uh, this is on the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. That's the website. Um, it's actually a, a Canadian website. So this is, and it has a little, little Canadian maple so leaf on the corner. So this could not be fake news. No. This is right course, from Canada. Of course, because it's not in the United States, so it can't be fake news. There okay. you go. Um, The Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms was in court again today on behalf of a Calgary pastor named Tim Stevens. Uh, He's been in jail since Sunday, May 16th, uh, and he was jailed by the Alberta Health Services. Um, And they want to keep him in jail until he... And this is the the key part that, like, caught my attention. He is... They are keeping him in jail until he agrees to consent of the violation of his charter rights and freedoms. So the government is jailing him until he gives them permission to violate his rights. Wow. Isn't that not the weirdest thing you ever heard? But that's a legitimate thing, apparently. Now, articulate to me, what is he jailed for? Okay, so this uh, pastor was jailed. Uh, He was arrested after leading church services on Sunday, May 16th, on the basis of a May 6th injunction issued against the Whistle Stop Cafe 
uh, Minor Alberta. I guess that's in Minor Alberta. So I'm guessing that's the Alberta is like the province or whatever. Right. Um, so essentially, a court issued an injunction to uh, stop certain areas or certain businesses from from I guess congregating uh, for COVID reasons or something like that. So I mean, I don't know how his church was associated. Okay, this, I, I was I was wondering if it was COVID related. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is because it's the health services. So has he not had any services through the whole COVID thing until I'm now? I'm pretty sure he has. I think he's been one of those uh, one of those. It's been one of those churches that have out been outspoken against the lockdown gotcha. and say, "Hey, you, we still have to come to worship objector. stuff like that." Right. And so, why now has he been arrested? That's a great question because you know we're, I feel like we're kind of on the out of COVID right now, and maybe it's different in Canada. I have no idea, um, but essentially. Uh, the the health services went to court and got an injunction. And this injunction apparently gives them the right to arrest someone without cause and keep them in jail until they give consent for the court to violate their rights. That's crazy. That's really strange, isn't it? Um, that's like That's literally holding someone against their will until they say that I, you can't hold me against my will. Like, does that make any sense That's at all? That's a stalemate. I that mean, is a stalemate. You basically, you're saying you're being arrested before you're proven guilty, but admit to us you're guilty so we can prosecute you. Right, exactly. So that's that's essentially, in the United States, equivalent would be, we're going to put you in jail until you admit you're guilty, and then when you admit you're guilty, you'll right. have your trial. Is this common practice in Canada, or is this something new? I don't know, but... Um, I've never heard of this no, before. No, I so. haven't either, and I don't. I doubt it would make a lot of news just because it's it's one of those things that people don't like to read about, I suppose. Uh, maybe it's more popular in Canada, but I noticed that a lot of these COVID things about people getting fined or, or jailed or whatever for COVID restrictions, they're not very popular. Um, so this this May 6th injunction was originally worded um, so that it didn't just apply to the certain cafe and activist, which when they say activists, they're talking about anti-lockdown activists, um, but to every Albertan having notice of the injunction. So anyone who heard about this injunction, it applied to you. It's like it's like how you lost the game just now. Wow. If you heard about it, then it's a, it applies to you. Um, and I don't think the health services, Alberta Health Services, I don't think they were expecting such a wide um, sweeping injunction. Yeah. Um, because they got really excited and they made a news release um, that essentially we're going to go after everyone who is, you know, uh, going against our guidelines as far as gatherings and rallies Good that breach grief. the public health orders. So, um, yeah, it's apparently this is a okay. Here's here's something in the article here. This injunction that applies to the entire population departs radically from a large body of court precedents that require injunctions to be limited to only the named individuals. So apparently, this is not common. Thankfully, you know this usually a person would have to be named directly on the injunction for something like this to happen, but they've made it so wide that it can just apply to anybody in this town. Jeez. Which is absolutely insane. I'm still stuck on the whole, you know, you're in jail until you say you can violate my rights first. So, but what is the, I mean, there has to be a, a statute of limitations or something that, how long can he sit there before he makes his mind up? Well, I, I, does it say? That's the, that's the weird thing, because, I mean, if you think about it, that's the only check here, then you can just stay there forever until you, you know, until you die, I guess. Wow. I doubt that's exactly how it is because he was released uh, upon a judge who amended the injunction 
on the 13th um, and to, to only named respondents, to be that's, apply to only named respondents. They need to so. stick to hockey and maple this is, syrup. Yeah. That's crazy. This is like a court loophole that got out of control. Like, yeah. this, this is like, you know, like when you find some like crazy deal, like I remember one time I was trying to buy something on eBay and I think it was a subwoofer. I used to be a, a wedding DJ and stuff. I think both of us did that. And um, it was a subwoofer that was like $1,200 or, or $1,600, whatever. And it was listed for $600. So I was like, oh, heck yeah, I'm buying that. And I bought it. And then I got like a letter a few days later saying, hey, you know, we know that you know what happened here. We're not going to send you send it to you and we're going to send your money back. So, <laughs> but I guarantee you they had a lot of people that did that and were like, oh, I'm going to jump on this. That's what it feels like. It was like a loophole so or an what did you know slip. happened here? Oh, it was just a mis- mispriced. Right. They, they, they said... We know that you probably knew that this was mispriced, and that's why you jumped on and bought it. Okay. <laughs> so they were like, eh. But anyway, that's what I brought. It's not not our typical content, but I thought it was really interesting, the difference between, you know, all the rights we have here. Like, we're very fortunate in the United States because apparently in some countries, and I'm sure more than just Canada, they can, if you have a certain court order on you, they can just jail you until you wow. say – Oh, yeah, you can just continue to violate my rights. And I'm sure there's countries that'll just chop off a finger and go on. I mean, yeah. legislation is different across the world. Absolutely. values, yeah. but wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so apparently this charter of rights and freedoms that, that Canada has is <laughs> not very effective if you're just being held in jail. And they yeah. say, oh, yeah, we just say we can and we'll let you out. That's, that's, that's worth crazy a Google. to me. That's yeah. worth a Google. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. So do you have anything for us? You know, I actually have two things. Um, one is technology-related, and... You know, I've I've really thought about not bringing this up because everybody got so tired of hearing about the pipeline. Um, it caused like this um, ghost um, fuel shortage, at least in yeah, our it was city. Really strange. Like, everybody's posting online and everybody's going out filling up gas cans. Then, like two days later, it's not an issue again because it never was an issue. But from the technology aspect of it, what I learned is. So the pipeline operator was infected by ransomware by a nation state cyber terrorist unit. And and they installed ransomware onto uh, the, the pipeline servers. You, you've seen the news reports. Yeah, we don't have to hash yeah. it out. But um, one of the interesting things, and the FBI even says, stop paying these. Stop paying the ransom because that is that is culminating these things to continue happening. Right, right. And because if you pay the ransom, then – they make money and they continue that fuels the business basically. But <clears throat> the only way around that is, you know, good backups. I'm assuming that they didn't have great backups because they paid, I think it was $6 million, $5.56 million. They paid the ransom. Well, the thing that I thought of with that is, you know, maybe they did have backups. I, I mean, I would feel like, and I know we always say we can't assume anything with these companies, but, you know, if, if I'm running a very critical operation and I have a lot of data that needs to be ready to go at any time, surely they would have, you know, like a, a cold, not just cold storage backups, but they would have like a warm backup that they could just swap out a whole machine that they could just swap out and get ready to go. Cause I've, I listened to a pot, another podcast and it was like, um, for MSPs, managed service providers. And, um, they were talking about how you need to have not just backups of your backups, but you also need to think about Okay, well, what if my building burns down? What essential equipment do I need to sure. do business? You need backup and how hardware. long is my turnaround time to get that going? So I guarantee you they made a calculation. They said, all right, we may have backups, but we have lo- we, you know, we've, there's been damage done that we need to replace certain things. 
or it's going to take a certain amount of time before we can get these backups here. So they weighed, okay, we pay these people. How long does it take to decrypt them? Obviously, we have the money that we lost from the payment. How much would it cost to get people in here to replace everything, get the backups running, reinstall the machines and all that? You know, yeah, but I can't imagine. I mean, with a with a good you know IT division, that 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 shouldn't have been an issue. Uh, I I, I, just I don't think, think that they. And you would be surprised. I I I interface with a lot of of enterprise technology directors, and um and they don't have backups, or they feel like they have enough backups, but they really don't. Um, I've just run across a lot of enterprise after compromise. Um, that that just don't have ample backups. You and, also you also have to remember with this is like you know if this was a like a large scale breach and a huge ransom attack that shut down everything, you know your three or four IT guys at your at your office is not going to be able to manage all of that on their own. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm thinking they were saying, are we going to hire an external consultant to do all this emergency switchover stuff? Um, maybe they would have paid instead of six million, they would have paid ten or fifteen million. But at the same time, the the, the problem with that is there. I looked at a, a a paper that described how even though their systems were down, there are backups in place. Like they were, they had backups for fuel or for for the you know for the pipeline, right? Because they had tanker trucks that were delivering, so they really weren't you know put out a lot. They had backup plans in place to deliver the fuel, not through the pipeline. So, you know, the question is, if I can keep fuel flowing, because if you if you really realize, we really never had a shortage. A couple couple trucks were late to some gas stations. They had a plan to deliver the fuel. So it couldn't have been saving time. But what, what they did do is open th- themselves up. Now they know that uh, if they get hit with ransomware, they're going to pay. Yep. And in any time, and that's one of the reasons the FBI says don't pay the ransomware, because now they know that you have the money. They know that you're vulnerable. How many? You know, how how much of their IT department has been replaced or you know right. brought in to fortify? They probably can't put in an enterprise grade security system, you know, in the time that the unknown actors are probably sure. started to attack sure. them again. So you know you got to weigh that. Um, and it, even if it did take a long time, they're still moving fuel. But now they have taken their their threat landscape down to nothing because the unknown actors know that they're not getting paid. Um, that gives them time to you know fortify their defenses. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a it's one of those situations that's kind of hard to judge. And, and you know, they, they probably pay a lot. I don't know if they had cyber insurance or not, but um, that's just, that's a lot of money to pay. Well, here's the other thing that you got to think about. I mean, we are really talking about how long would this take? How long, what is the time to, um, time to repair? What's the time to start flowing the oil again? Because this company is not, uh, it, let's say they have an operating budget of like, $30 million. But this right? is the oil industry. So in, in the reality, $6 million was nothing. Like right. These that's people what I'm could saying. have asked for 20 and probably gotten it. So let's say they had a daily operating budget of like $30 million, right? Okay. So they are probably making 60, maybe, maybe 50, $40 million, something every single day just by flowing this oil. And obviously there's not real numbers. I'm just guesstimating, right? One day without flowing oil they're immediately in in the red. Every but single day they're losing money. But they're flowing oil. Well, I thought, they, they never I thought lost the whole... a day. No. They there's there's a backup pipeline and there's tanker trucks. I mean, you know, it, they're costing them some more fuel, but they're still flowing fuel. Maybe not at 100%, but they right. were still flowing 
I guess I that's fuel. That's what I don't understand is like what caused the shutdown of the actual pipeline. Like I know it was a computer system that was compromised, but why? Pipeline is a very physical thing, I suppose. Right. I would so, say it's the SCADA. And, and um, if you look at the Ukraine several years ago, the entire Ukrainian power grid was shut down. Uh, it's alleged that it was Russian hackers. And it was all because of the SCADA systems, the systems that, you know, flip breakers. And so right. I would imagine the pipeline probably has a, a lot of technology and, um, you know, switching stations along the way that turn on and off flow. Just logical measures. control but stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, SCADA systems have historically... It, the United States power grid, there was a study done years ago, and about 90% of the United States power companies, like electronic control SCADA systems, don't have, they're, they're not cyber fortified. Yeah, well, they think about it like They were needed them yeah. when they were built, and those things last for years They do, and years. they last so a long time. Who so would have thought to go back in 10 no years? There's no reason and, to replace them because right. they're working, that's, at least that's the thought of the people that are that are running them. And so you have this, like, probably a... Windows XP level of security running on a device here. And I mean, it, for folks in the know about that, <laughs> you understand what I mean when I say Windows XP level of security. Hmm. You know, it's 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 an old, old system that works fine. It's like the people that, like, for example, my, my uh, one of my family members has a business and on their bit in their business, they had a original um, Apple Macintosh. Uh, computer, like an all-in-one computer that ran their uh, their mailing list, emailing list, and it had been in service until last year. Wow! I mean, because it worked. Because it and yes, yeah. and why spend money? Exactly. A lot of these places, when they bought these control systems, they're solid. They were you know built at a time where, where Americans built stuff uh, and built it well, and so they have just been working, and they've probably been on their own. And then, you know, now comes the digital age where there's probably a technology guy came in and said. Oh, that's got a network port on it. We're gonna we're gonna network all of our offices together. We're gonna start plugging stuff in. Then all of a sudden, these systems yeah. get plugged into a network. Yep, and they have a direct path to you know China or Russia. I think you're right. There's a lot of you lose some stuff as you change ownership, as you change um, who who's running everything. There's always things that are dropped through the cracks whenever you had a have a change of leadership. Yeah, you know, and and so it's it's very easy to to think that. It was something was lost in there. They said, "Oh, this thing has a network interface. We can control it remotely. So let's try that." You know, this is handy. Let's yeah, plug it look in. Look at that. We can just do all of them that I way. Could sit at home and turn off the flow of oil. Yeah, Heck yeah. From my smartphone. Right. <laughs> um, it's crazy what you can turn it on and off with your phone. Yeah, so no kidding. I've got one more thing before we move into Chloe. Have you ever been accused of DWL? Driving while... Ah, yes. So not DWB, DWL. This is a new one I just heard. Driving while legislating. Driving while legislating? Driving while legislating. A New York City councilwoman, her name was Helen Rosenthal, attended a, a finance committee meeting for, the, for New York while she's driving along in her car. Oh, so she's like on a Zoom meeting or something. Yeah, she like logs into the Zoom meeting for an official finance meeting for the New York City Council, wow. and she's, like, cruising down the road. Okay. She got pulled over? Um, I don't believe that she got pulled over, but a lot of people have kind of, um, you know, looking at that call, which, you know, they recorded, and saying, hey, you know, this is this is not smart. Yeah. Well, I know in Tennessee that's illegal. Right. Like if, if you were, if something came out like that, you probably would get a ticket in the mail. It's a hands-free it state. Yeah. yeah, so Tennessee is no phone in your hand. Yep. Um, except not even on your ear. You can't even have it on your ear. Right. You have so. to have a, and, and, and there's no, 
I think it goes as far as say you can't you can't have a video playing right. on your phone or it, yeah, be recording like sitting on a thing. Yeah, maybe it's recording on your phone, but yeah, you can't you can't be engaged. I and thought you they be. I thought they got rid of the whole recording thing because like dash cam apps and stuff. I don't see remember. that. I don't know. I, don't I mean. Remember. Because I see people on Facebook all the time driving down the road, taking pictures or videos of, you know, vehicles. And they're like, hey, this, these people are driving stupid. <laughs> yeah. If if you're in this this Facebook room and you know this guy, you tell him he's stupid. It's like, you're driving down the road holding your phone up, you know, yeah, join seriously. the club. I see it all the time around. I mean, and it's really frustrating. Like, I'll, I'll be behind somebody and, you know, they'll be floating into each different lane. I'm like, what in the world's going on? Are they drawing? No, I'll just pull up to them and they just have their phone sitting on top of their steering wheel, you yeah. know, texting. And I'm like, come on. And I guess people kidding? think they're clever because they'll like put it down at their crotch, but their head's looking straight yeah. down. I mean, it, and people see this. If if we can see it when we drive by, police officers can. Surely. But you know, I don't see eye. a lot of tickets written. I don't see a no. lot of people getting pulled over. I don't hear. When it first started in Tennessee, the highway patrol had this... I don't know, mass exodus of of riding them. And they had a bus, like a school bus, and they put officers in because it's set up higher. And they would cruise up and down the interstate and they would identify these vehicles and have state no troopers pull way. them over. Yes. And, um, That's and they crazy. did that when the, fir- the law first came out and they wrote tons. You know, um, someone was really proud of that idea yeah. <laughs> in the state police. <laughs> well, but you know how it goes. The bus probably said like Tennessee Highway Patrol, like traffic enforcement bus yeah. on the side of it. Anti-texting task yes. force or something. <laughs> Nobody will know what this is. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, though, a, a yellow school bus would have been amazing to see just a bunch of, of uh, state patrol. Like up to like, the windows. Yeah, they got their heads sticking out the window looking through sunroofs and stuff. Oh, man. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. So, and I guess now it's it's probably less about, you know, riding those and more so is that's a, um, you know, that's a way to get a car stopped. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a broken tail light, and maybe you'll find some, you know, weed or something. Yeah. It's, you know, like I've been pulled over for like a, a tail light thing, cause. or I got, I think I got pulled over for a uh, uh, a license plate light or something like that. And they're not going to give you a ticket. They literally, he literally pulled me over and it was, it was nighttime and I turned my, like my interior lights on. And I don't know if that like signaled to him, like I'm not hiding anything. So instead of getting out of the car, he just pulled up next to me and told me that it was out and then I need to be careful. And, and well, something that's about, nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a completely different experience with a local police. Oh, really? With a, with a tail, yeah, a tag light out. But, um, yeah, you know, and I guess it's, I guess it's how you treat them. Uh, that's one thing. And, you know, if, that is definitely probable cause, you know, a, a, what is a ticket for, a, you know, a tail light out or a tag light out. But if that leads to, you know, getting drugs off the street yep. or, you know, finding a potential terrorist or still in, still a property, then that, that's great. That was probably worth it. So. Yeah. And I mean, and I'll be honest, if you're nice to an officer when they pull you over and you're, you're just a decent person, you know, you try to make sure that you're giving them every convenience. A lot of times they'll give you a break. Yeah. Like I got pulled over the other day and I I was straight up I was speeding. I was speeding pretty good too. I, that's kind of a problem I have personally. Okay, wait a minute. How good is good? No, I mean like decent enough to give, where it probably would have been over a hundred dollar ticket or something. Give me like that. give me some speeds. I'm not gonna give you any numbers. Set the stage. No, Come on. I'm not giving you any numbers. You're with friends. I know better. I know better. I'm not with okay, I guess yeah, listeners are my friends, but I'm also talking on a public platform. Anyway. Okay. I got a warning, right? And and he was like he was like, Hey, I, you know, I've I put so-and-so is your speed. That's a little bit less than what you're doing, but just, just to give you a warning. <laughs> he was the coolest dude, but I just, you know, he asked me questions where I was going. I was just being conversational. You know, I, I just try my best to be as nice to these guys as possible because there's a lot of people out there that are just bitter yeah. to police officers right now. And I think 
if you're nice to them, maybe it's a little breath of fresh air. They want to help you if you want to help them. You know, obviously, if you're super speeding or something like you're going 65 and a 40, oh, they're going to have even, to write you. Okay, a, well, if you think that's super speeding, then you probably weren't going fast. I'm thinking like, you know, 100 and a 30. No, no, no. Okay. no. I wasn't going over 100. I, I mean, did it like rip the stripe off the side of his car <laughs> when you went by? No, I topped a hill. I, I think it it was between, I think another thing that was going for me, it was between a 50 and a, and a 40. And I think I was already speeding in the 50. Okay. And then I hit the 40, and then hit there he See, was. Maybe 20 so, over or yeah, something. That's, something like that. I mean, that's not, that's speeding, but, you know, that's not a reckless speed. I, right. I was, I mean, when you said that, I'm like, God, he was doing no. like 90 and a 30. <laughs> in, my little, in my little Tahoe, no, no. Ripped the officer's hat off. And, guarantee you he would have written me for that if, uh, if yeah. that was the case. Well, you know, it's, yeah, be nice if you get pulled over. I mean, you know, don't don't be a douche and and uh, yeah. If you want your, to guarantee yourself getting a ticket, be mean. You know, yeah, or it, getting shot. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it when it comes down to that, if you're if you're acting, you know, aggressive and you're acting suspicious, I mean, it's just those are things that's, that's being looked for. Yeah, they're giving you're giving it more reason to to escalate further, right. and so. I don't know. Just good tips for life, I suppose. I Absolutely. mean, just be nice to people in general. You heard them here yeah. on this show. Be nice go. to people. Be nice Mind, to people. We're adding, we're stacking yeah. up these things. Mind your own business. Yeah. Be nice to people. I think we've already said be nice to people like four or five we shows have. in a row. So hopefully it's, it's picking in. Well, we need to reiterate these so our listeners yeah. know what we're about. So, you know, we're, we're at about a half an hour. And speaking of being nice to people, I think it's time to bring in Chloe. Yeah, I bet she's got something cool for us. Chloe, how's it going? Hey, Chloe. What is up, you guys? Hello. Hi. Hey, so... Uh, how's our... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we have... Uh, we brought Chloe in, obviously, through the internet. But we also have another guest that has trotted Live into the in studio. studio. Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Welcome. Hello. This is Eric. How are you, Eric? I am good. Eric, uh, he's the host of another podcast and video cast, and we've asked him to come on our show and... Um, yeah, talk with us for a little bit. Absolutely. So I believe he's going to have more pop culture knowledge than either <laughs> yes. Chris or I combined. That so. was why I'm like, oh, you know pop culture. Come here so we don't look so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is, I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm used to speaking about a fandom, and this is kind of cool to be on like... Talking about the real world. Yes, yeah, exactly. None of this is fake. It's like, yeah, I talk about a book series and a TV show that has to do with magic. So, yeah, this is real life. This is... This is going to be neat. <laughs> Good. So what do we got, Chloe? Oh, we got something. It's a little bit of an older story, but I wanted to talk about it on this podcast because of the different uh, views that we have on this podcast. Mm. Um, so um, I don't know if any of you watch the show The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or The Bachelors in Paradise, but um, Colton Underwood who was a contestant on The Bachelor a couple years ago, um, recently came out as gay oh. uh, a few weeks ago. So hold on. Um, he went on a show that's designed to uh, do heterosexual matchmaking. Yep. And then yes. realized he needs to be gay. Yes. Wow. Did he lose the show? No, he doesn't lose. He was the man that was dating all oh, the women. Oh, so, I mean, so he, he was won. The, so he left with like a, a, a girlfriend woman. or a woman somehow? So he was one of the first ones in the last like five seasons. I haven't watched a lot of it because it's just, it's to me, I'm not entertained by it. Um, but the last <laughs> five seasons or so, they have not ended up getting married or engaged at the end. They're like, oh, we're 
gonna pick this person, but we're gonna like just chill with them for a little bit and see if it works. I have like friends. I have like small memories from watching you watch The Bachelor. And this was, was the guy that, that jumped over the. the was he that jumped, jumped over, over the? the yes, I was yes. about to ask that. I'm so excited that that was actually who it was. <laughs> okay, so this is the guy that did what? I, I remember watching like a, a trailer of this dude jumping like over a freaking one wall, hop. like one hop over a wall and like down into like some ravine because he was so frustrated that he couldn't like choose or something. I don't know. Well, but I thought it was crazy when I watched it. It's, it was hilarious. I was like, why is okay. this happening? Yeah, he's but like, oh, that dude's I can't be gay. believe that's who it was. I was so excited. Yep. That's the only bachelor thing I remember and it happened to be right. Wow. So. Yeah, he was, he was like frustrated because he had to pick or something that night and Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, was like chasing after him with the cameras and he didn't want to talk. And so he like, he didn't even like run up and hop. Like he literally was standing there and hopped over a 12 foot fence. That's impressive. And just ran away. I don't think it was 12 foot, but yeah, it, it was. <laughs> that's what they said. That's what they said on the show. And maybe it was 12 foot on the side that he did not jump from. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, this is well, not this. Okay. That's so, a clue. So, like if you've got to run from those women, you may be gay. Dude, if he can jump over a 12 foot <laughs> fence. That's that's pretty attractive right there. That's some serious muscle. Okay, so he just came out? Is that what? Yes. Interesting. Publicly. So he said in the video interview um, that he was raised Catholic. And so he knew from, I think he either said age six or age eight, that he was different, um, but he didn't want to be different. And something that like kind of struck me when I was watching the interview was that he talked about how um, when he... Like he would, he would pray to God begging to be straight so that his family would like think that he was normal. And then he also like prayed like for things, like prayed Thanksgiving when he got the bachelor, because he said that he literally like, thank God, because he was like, this is you like making me straight. Thank you. Wow. And so it took him being on the show. I think he ended up with the girl at the end, but um, obviously that didn't work out um, because, you know, now he's you know, He's not attracted out. to women. So, uh, but he says that, I mean, like you could definitely tell at the beginning of the interview, uh, he did an interview with um, uh, Robin Robert, Roberts from Good Morning America. And he was like quite, he was really, really nervous at the beginning, but he kind of, once he got it out, like he was finally kind of, you could see him free up and be happy. And he said that his family's really happy and they were more disappointed that, that he didn't tell them earlier that they like that he felt that way for so long. That's good because a lot of people don't have that type of coming out experience. Absolutely. That's a real, that that's great. And also it's like right up on the heels of pride month. So that's kind of cool too. Cause June is pride month. And I am, um, yeah, that is, that stuff is always sad to hear. Just um, everybody's coming out experience is different and, I don't know. I think I find it very relatable, just like everything that you said that he was talking about, the fact that he felt like he he would pray towards God to like hope that he would be like straight and like I yeah, like that and unfortunately like that stuff really does happen. Like yeah. that is like the truth, especially if you grow up in a family that is very religious and makes sure that like it's known almost to you that like it's a sin if you turn out this way and it's just a horrifying feeling i remember just well my coming out like i i got to see somebody else come out in my family and um 
even though like I was really young, I knew that something was different, the exact same terminology that he used. And um, it was horrifying because I watched this person like get kicked out and in the back of my head, knowing that that was actually my future. It was like horrifying, but. That's almost worse than not knowing, you know? Yeah. Just knowing the fa- of, of a, another reaction that you saw. So that's that's really interesting. So it, it it's good that this guy made it out of it without a lot of strife. But obviously yeah. he had a lot of strife when he was growing up, not really knowing what to do. So enough that left yeah. him like thinking about that for a while. Mm-hmm. I also forgot to mention that this was also the bachelor that was pushed probably the hardest media wise because he was a virgin when he came on the show. So he was the first virgin bachelor. Wow. And he said a lot of that like pressure kind of added to that um you know obviously to him feeling different but then like he he said he has not been in a relationship with a man at this point yet but that he knows that he is attracted Hmm. so it's yeah he's he's trying to he said he's just trying to take you know take it all in himself and just kind of like understand it before he goes anywhere because obviously she asked you know so are they going to have a the bachelor but it's all men or all women i or? wanted that so bad because i think that'd be so much more entertaining than the bachelor we have now because i feel like this is the next progression like of this story that that makes sense i thought you were about to tell us that, that was what was happening when you first talked no. about this no well we I might w- be talking like, about honestly, that later i wish that's interesting i'm i'm really glad that he's made it through that whole situation like unscathed and as family supportive that's a that's a very scary period of time <clears throat> to go through and um, pretty much be fighting with yourself because it, if he went through like a show like The Bachelor where he was he he was just like fighting against like his the way he felt inside and in a public setting, I mean, to Exa- the world, yeah. right? It's it's. I bet you that it was almost like he's trying to prove to everybody. Oh that yeah. He's yeah, straight. Yeah, you know, and and just fighting with that inside. That's that's tough. That's I, had, what, I had to do that when I was younger. I had to. There were a lot of situations where I had to, you know, prove that I was straight mm-hmm. and and you know put on a facade. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh, I have cameras yeah, in front crazy. of me and you know a line of women wanting to be with me either. So. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh man. It's, no wonder he jumped over that wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe this will be the catalyst for you know bachelor gay. Hey. Bachelor gay. There, there you it, go. Huh. Gay chiller. Oh. I'm not sure they would pick that naming scheme, but you I never know. <laughs> if you they do, know. I better get royalties. I, Are we going to have a rainbow rose? I think that would be fantastic. Hey, there might not be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there is like a show that is similar to it that appeared on, I don't know if Logo is still around, but that used to be a channel that was like LGBT. And I know there was a show that had transgender women that were like I'm sorry no I have it backwards there was a transgender woman who was pretty much like the I guess she she would be the like, like the bachelor, bachelor. bachelorette oh, okay. in the situation like I mean she like so had these like men trying to like win her over I know that was an actual show um, mm-hmm. yeah hmm. which is interesting um, that's a lot of a lot of dynamics that they have to kind of figure out with that. So. Absolutely, definitely. So, wow. So, what, who else has come out, Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> What's the next who thing else? in the news? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the next thing I, because I knew I was going to tell a story, I was listening, and I'm not going to give away the station, but 
Um, it's not in Tennessee. There's a hint. Um, but there was a radio station that does a well, segment that, that, um, that talked about, um, they do like a segment where there's confessions, but it's anonymous and they get the opinions of the radio hosts. Um, and it goes, it goes along with this subject because I questioned it several times last night after listening to it. And so I'm not going to quote the prompt exactly. Cause you know, I'm just saying it from memory. Um, uh, but the, the anonymous confession was that this, this guy, um, for six years had sexual relations with men but has not told his wife, his now wife, Ooh. Um, because it because it has never come up in a conversation. So he sees it as not lying because <laughs> it has never come up in a conversation. So the so, question so if, was, if, the if, question if, is, do okay. you tell the person that you've gone through that? Yes. Or do you not tell the person that you've yes. gone through that? Yes. Seriously. Okay. I mean, that's like saying, well, I'm not lying about cheating because she's never asked me if I'm cheating. Yeah, I did if I robbed a bank, like I'm not going to say yes unless you ask me, did I rob yeah. the bank? You don't get arrested until they ask you. Right. Here's the one thing, though, that I have that I want you guys to think about is this gentleman most like I'm I'm guessing that maybe he's an older gentleman like um, in this relationship. And we have to remember there is a different like the time like has changed a lot from like when I grew up compared to like, for instance, like people the age of my father are just like in there like so I found that a lot more um you know when I was younger I knew of people that actually like were in the same situation um they like had gotten married because they that's what they were taught and they ended up like figuring out later in life that they actually were like gay and and like attracted to men but like it was so far, like they had kids already and things like that. And, and that creates a really rough situation. It does. For I everybody. Mean, exactly. I'm not but saying. This is, but this is the opposite. Yes. Okay. So this is the opposite as in. So he was having sexual relations with men and, and now he has a wife. Okay. And says, I'm not, he, I'm sorry. I should have added. He also put in there. He said that he is no longer. Like he he counts himself as straight. That was what. They oh, said. oh well, that changes everything. This is a different thing. Okay. So he was sorry. Being, he was gay. Okay. Now he's straight. I and think curious would be more the term. Maybe that use. was that was curious. Yes. So because was he doing that while he was married? No, he said it was so six years prior. before. Oh, oh well, well, then, then why, why ask, is this an issue? That yeah, that's, so it's not an issue anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm. So, thinking. but the question is, do you even like obviously, if I'm if I'm dating a straight man. I don't go, hey, have you ever slept with guys before? But you don't say right? how because many, who have you slept with that's a woman? I mean, you know, what does it matter? Well, like, some people do. No, some right. relationships do that. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, they, there's a like more possessive relationships, I, I suppose, do, you know, the, hey, I want to know everybody yeah, you've been exactly, with. Exactly, exactly. So, so maybe this this woman is not I don't like know. That. Maybe, don't maybe I'm just weird because like every guy that I've dated or I've been with, I've always like, we've ended up talking about past relationships. So sure. like, there's not right. anything. It's hidden. an open thing where it's like, Hey, you know, here, talk about this person that I, that I dated this person that I dated. Oh yeah. This is what I didn't like. And know. for other reasons, it, it gives you an insight of the kind of person that you don't want to be. If you like that relationship. Right. I mean, if yeah. you're talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. you know, all the things that happened bad, well, you, now, you know, so what was the radio hosts reply? I suppose this is the crux of the story here. they, they both said um, that they think that he shouldn't feel like he has to tell her. Good. Yeah, I agree. That's what both of them said. Yeah. 
Because I'm I'm thinking like this is almost like do, do does a person does a person have to say oh yeah I just wanted to give you the whole uh, laundry list of of every person that I've had a relationship with. <laughs> Here's in my, my life. dossier. Yeah. So like I dated this girl in first grade or whatever. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? So I don't think that's necessary. I mean, it, obviously, if if they want to know. Yeah, that's fine. But there's no reason to, hey, honey, I just want to let you know I, I used to be gay and I slept with like six people. <laughs> like, there's no reason to just, hey, you know, oh, welcome home. I'm going to tell you this thing that might cause, you know, maybe cause a conflict, maybe not. Exactly. You know? So just better to be safe than sorry. I agree because I think that most likely this situation, he went through a period where he was curious. And there's a lot of people, like, to be honest, like a lot of people like go through little spots where they're curious or like just even like a thought. And I think that's actually most humans and some people actually experiment with it. Some people don't. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think that he would need to definitely like, there's no obligation. Absolutely not. I don't think there is. Especially if he knew that like, it comes down to if she asks, then yes, be honest though. Mm -hmm. Don't lie. Yeah. Because but I mean, that's about anybody. I mean, have you have you dated a turtle? Yes or no? You know, right. I mean, you, you be honest about it if it's a question. That you I really ask. think the I, I think the whole thing that it was men is is almost like not an issue. It's just it, it's literally just a relationship thing at this point because right. there's no there's no major you know uh, unless he's I don't know I don't think there's anything major in that no. in general. I think it's fine that he hasn't said anything. Yes. Now, if she asks, obviously be truthful, and I think that sounds like what that's what he would do. Um, so right. hopefully it's not weighing on his mind anymore. You know, I guess maybe these radio hosts helped to, uh, talk to him about that. Hopefully. So, yeah. yeah. Anything else you got, Chloe? Well, I have some more words that you guys can guess. This is the favorite part of that podcast I listen to. <laughs> okay. So what are we doing? Okay. You're going to so, love this. Chloe, let me, I, uh, let me, let me introduce <laughs> this to him because he, this is his first time. Okay. Chloe says a lot of young pop culture words, and then we, as non-pop culturists, have to guess what they mean. It's a train wreck. I love it. That's yeah, amazing. It happened. It, it, the last episode we did it on was really funny, I think. Yeah. So this this works really well. I like the idea. I like okay. it. So go ahead, okay. Chloe. So to be honest, um, if we repeat some words from last time, that's because I can't remember what words we said last <laughs> that's time. That's okay. They're but all it's new really to me. Okay. I'm over a certain be, age. I won't remember any of them. Okay, so the first word is going to be skirt. That's out of a rap okay. song, I think. That first is spelled S K R T. Okay, I would. I'm going to say that that is if that is a word that anybody uses in their vocabulary, take it out because that is what happens <laughs> when you're standing in the road and a car is coming at you and they see you and they stop. They go skirt, yep. or it is you got that correct. That's correct. That part. <laughs> what a, or it's a piece of clothing that a woman wears. That is true, yeah. misspelled. Well, no, because it's spelled S-K-R-T. True. Right. So, okay. Chris, you actually got that correct because Urban Dictionary says that this word is used to describe the sound tires make when you stop unexpectedly. In a conversation, it's a synonym for stop. But the way people what? drive, though, it's S-K-R-R-R-R-R-R-T. <laughs> wait, wait. I didn't know the whole synonym with stop thing. I've only heard it in like... And like rap songs where it's, you know, talking about driving and, and whipping well, yeah. and all you, that. That's you know? skeet. No, yeah. Literally, no, though. No, that's, that's not different. what that is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, skeet, skeet's not the same as oh, skeet. No, 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 stop. Oh. Okay, hold on. Let stop. me investigate this. Skeet. No, really? No. That's a clay target that you. Stop. 
So uh, that's not. <laughs> we are getting adult. Can podcast? you describe we're it to, to me the, without no. using a, a non dirty word? We're getting no, not really. We're okay. getting to the point. Not text it to me. Well, I think we've I already violated the terms of service of every of every podcast platform <laughs> at this point. Just by oh, what is this? I mean, it's in a song. <laughs> well, luckily, like it I, is in a song. I'm sure it's in several. Nothing we have said actually has been bad, but no. But I text love it the to fact me, that so you I'll have know. no clue what that is, <laughs> yeah, and funny. I do. That's hilarious. It's just it's two bars in a song that I like. I don't, anyway. <laughs> I actually think, unfortunately, in this situation, it's the exact song that oh they're actually using that terminology, and you have no clue. Yeah, that's what's so funny. Yes. He has absolutely no clue. That well, you know what? Give I, us a new word. Oh I'm going to get goodness. this texted to me so I'll know. Yep. So I, we won't have to... Oh, there's a dog climbing on me. Yes, we have our we have a dog in the studio yeah. with us. When I got when I started laughing, she got really excited and decided to jump on my lap. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, what's are the we next ready one? For our next word. I think so. I think we'll recover. Yeah, let us all try to our, guess before you give it away. <laughs> our next word is woke. Oh, ah, yeah. Okay, we've had this one. one. Yeah. Yes, we did. I, I don't sorry. know. I, I think no, no. It's not sorry. It's not sorry. It's almost a meme now. I mean, yeah, like. It's go ahead. I was just gonna say it's definitely like one that I feel like has been used within like the past year, like two years more. Like, isn't that right? Like, didn't, yeah. Like, it's it's a new newer, I guess, in comparison. Yes. Like, like skirt started, skirt is older. This won't yes. this won't give it away, but it's it really started with the BLM stuff. Yes, like exactly. Last year, which it well, that's when I think about it, and um. Because that's when you start hearing it, and um, yeah, it means you're now aware. Yeah, so exactly. it's like, and it's it's mostly in the context of like a political thing. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, now you know I what it is. I just had it texted to me. Wow, <laughs> I would have never guessed that's what that meant. Really? Yeah. Go back and listen to uh, the, all the holy lyrics of that cow. song. Now. Listen to the song. <laughs> okay, <laughs> friends, family, countrymen, do not Google that word. <laughs> Wow, what a that's a verb. Too. It is. It is. It, exactly. Yep. Yes. That's exactly what oh, it is. Oh god. Okay. Oh, next my. word, Chloe. Wow. That's you would funny. not believe the text yeah, message I've got on my phone now. I've got to delete. <laughs> <laughs> we have to finish uh, woke though. So nope. I love that he's like next word. I'm like we haven't even. This is what we're doing. He hasn't yet. even thought he's about. Still stuck on he's that. still stuck on that one. I'm like in a train wreck right now. Oh man. When we say stop, Chris, please just <laughs> listen to us. I will next time. <laughs> We tried. Uh, we did. We did. Um, okay, so woke. Uh, I, of course, I I listen. I watch and listen to more conservative content. So the 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 oftentimes when I when I see this, it is like get woke, go broke is one of the memes that's out there. It's like like they're saying some companies that embrace woke things. So typically, woke is more on the liberal side of of thinking. Uh, they have some sort of financial burden from that. You know that that's not applicable to every policy that's implemented, but it is, you know, that's the, that's the meme on the conservative side that is. And, and then of course the woke thing is, is like, I don't know. Are you aware of like, uh, it started with, um, feminism, I think. Well, right? it's hard to like. I don't like, understand a word that you just said. Oh, like sorry. you did not define it whatsoever. <laughs> I was talking about like, the meme part. It um, is really hard to define though. Like, I mean, I feel like I know what woke is. I'm trying to figure out how you would, Explain it. Exactly. To me, what it means is that you see and understand some issues that have 
been behind the curtain for a lot of people and it's just like it's it's a newer expression of saying you're you understand and see something that I think maybe a majority of people possibly don't like I mean am I right there? I'm gonna like, Webster this out <clears throat> woke noun you have but, gained a superb awareness of something that you may not have been aware of prior okay I just yeah. made that up yeah. I think that, that's that's well, a good description did you say you just it's made a, that up yeah of yeah. course he did <laughs> that's him yeah it, it bears a political context from what I understand usually. So. Sure. So, or, a, or a like a social issue context. Yes. So this this article says that woke, um, obviously, like I said, started with, um, you know, really BLM. started getting popular with BLM um, and that it means to take a stand and be active about current things, like oh, okay. current events. So you guys okay, are all enough, yeah. pretty much correct on that. Um, and it is a hard word to um you know define because it means different uh, things to different people isn't yeah for sure isn't the word woke is it not like some sort of grammatical fallacy or something because is woke an actual word like before because it is i woke up this morning but that's oh well yeah but not used in the way it's being used correct (laughs) i woke up like I am awakened, or awo- well, not even know. Now my brain's I know broken. What you're saying. I'm broken. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's being used in a different yeah. way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. to so. be woke is not something that you normally would like. Like I'm awake is what you would normally say. Exactly. So it woke is just the. It's just a. It's just a twist on it to make it more popular. And what amazes me is how much discussion we have on a regular word, mm-hmm. and like some of the other crazier words, we're like, oh, okay, I accept that. Right. <laughs> yes. Right, like the one you mentioned earlier. Cap. Cap, yeah, that's one. (laughs) What's next, Chloe? Um, The next word is snatched. Okay. Now, wait, hold on. Does somebody need to text me this meaning or what? I got this I think if she knows it and she's bringing it up, I don't think that it's... Okay. So, uh, I feel like I know snatched from some of the shows that I watch, and that means you've gotten grabbed, um, quickly gotten this award. Like, I mean, it's... you. I feel like it's from RuPaul's Drag Race. That's like I hear that all that the time. That is the example that they use because they play the snatch game. No, I'm clueless on this snatched. one. Snatched, like, like yeah. okay, like that's like, past so tense. Like, like I was snatched out of the. So like, if you snatch something, you um, you got that award, you got that crown, snatched it. Yeah, yeah. you okay. You grabbed it really quickly. Like I had not you. heard this before. Yeah, like, it's, I snatched that cookie off the counter earlier. Exactly, but <laughs> in. In the terminology of the show, it it's more like you know you got some prestigious awards things. Okay. That, yeah, it's a glamour word. Crown. Yeah, snatch that. So crown. you're somewhat correct. Okay, it's how it's how they get the awards is what describes snatched because it's if a person's hair, makeup, or outfit looks particularly fab, they're uh, snatched. Oh, so it's, so it's describing uh, a person. So, okay, so snatched yes. is okay. So I think. That is I true. think the snatch that you were thinking about is also correct, it, but well, yeah, it's a it's, multi-purpose word. Well, yeah, but interesting. The definition you just gave is very true as well. Like, I mean, someone looking snatched is like, I mean, that is true. It's also kind of like on that show. They <laughs> Terry will hate me if she hears this, but they'll use the term fish or like, oh. be, yeah. Do you have any clue what that means? Uh, I'm gonna say no. 
That I flew over not. my head as well. So, so if you're tables on Ru- are turned. If you're on RuPaul's Drag Race and you look fish or you're serving fish, that means that you are a very like feminine looking drag queen that like can't be like you do not you just look very feminine and why did they pick that word to describe that because unfortunately they used that word for that like wow i know it's it's crazy does it make any i mean i I, i'm trying to connect some sort of relation between the actual word and the use of the word i don't there's nothing there Okay. I mean, well, no, Chloe, I'll tell you off air. Oh, <laughs> Chloe, have you well, made any like? I, okay, I think I am making a connection now. That yeah. is okay. Yeah, it's not a good. Yeah. I'm not saying it's no, like a good it's word not. to use because like my best <laughs> no. friend hates it, yes. and like I understand. Uh, it's like the why. M word. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, but for some reason that word lives on in Drag Race, like and herstory, and yes, and. And drag history for like ever, like it's becoming normalized, and you don't really think about the meaning, and then yeah, yeah, it's weird though because RuPaul's Drag Race has its like thing like with words that they find out that offend people, and they had to stop using. There was um, I've watched RuPaul's that Drag Race. That one didn't for, make the list. No, that one did not. <laughs> I make love the how list. you. I love how you just had to say I watch RuPaul's Drag <laughs> all the time. Like I've as if we haven't already become aware. <laughs> <laughs> but I've watched from like he is season to one it. He's all the to way it. to like yeah. So I've seen You're current. I am. But they used like um a while ago, like people like in the LGBT community would use this word and I'm gonna say it just so I can use it. It's not a curse word or anything, but the word tranny and oh, yeah, I've heard I mean I've I have heard that heard one that. before. Yeah. But it's that derogatory is not, now. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And um, that actually happened on the show where some transgender girls like later came out and said how like that was offensive to them while they're on the show. Because it used used to be in every single show when the after they rolled the credits and everything and they were about to when RuPaul was going to give them their challenge, she would she would say some kind of tagline that like that Oh, I can't remember it now. It's been so long. But anyway, hmm. she used the word tranny in it, and that's where, like, all of a sudden, it, like... Interesting. So they changed it to, like, something that, like, makes no sense. Now it's like, she already done had herses. And, like, <laughs> which makes no sense compared to, like... Oh, me. And, like, what it used to be. I mean, uh, yeah. Weird. Anyway, sorry. I went What's, on a like, tangent with that one. That's all right. That's what this show is about, is tangents. So what do you got? What's the la- uh, next word? I don't want to say last word. I have, but, two, I have two more words for us tonight. Okay. Okay. This next word is Gucci. And Ooh, no, that's a brand. it's not talking about hand bags. Oh. I know this because I use this not. word. I do. Uh, he does use this word. I can vouch for him. Instead of saying, <laughs> is it good? You say, is it Gucci? Well, that's yes. the way so I have yeah. yeah. for good. So if it's good. It's Gucci. I feel like it's on so a good. glamorously good. I feel, yeah, I feel like it's better than good. I feel like it's like it's yeah. huge. Like that's like high level. Like Chris, Chris replaces a lot of words with a lot of different things. I do. It's um, not senility. It's just what I do. The person in the yes. cubicle next to me at work actually, he whenever and I don't know why this is reminding me of this, but he says the word yes with a J. Jess is what he says. Oh, I bet that's confusing it, to you. It is very confusing because I will be at my desk and I'll hear him say that and I'll be like, hello? And he's like talking on the phone. And I'm like, I'm like, it. Lee, are you there? He says, Jess. And then Jess is like, hello? 
<laughs> it's this it's this horrible circle. I'm like, I can't ever talk to who I need to talk to. Hello? Huh? What? Hello? Yeah. That's fine. It's like that uh, joke where there's a guy in like the bathroom stall and he's like talking on the phone and he says like, hey, are you there? And, you know, I'm sitting in the stall and the guy next to me asked if I'm there and I answered yes. And he's like, well, can I come in? Can I come over? And he's like, well, I mean, no, I'm busy here. And he's like, honey, I, I got to call you back. The guy in the stall next to me is talking to me. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. hilarious. That's, that's Gucci, isn't it? It sure is. <laughs> What's our final word? Okay. I can't remember if we did this last time or not, but it's okay. Um, our final word is Stan. Stan like S-T-A-N? Like, yes. So it's Stan. I feel like I know this one. It's from Eminem. Yeah, that's no, a song. Not. Hey, this is Stan. Yeah. So yes. Hold on, let me let me try to use this in a sentence to so make it what? Make Actually, sense. that probably is from that. Yeah, it is from Eminem. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a song. It it's, is. I thought that was a guy's so name. Yes. It is a guy's name, but there's a song about like a fan writing to Eminem, and and like eventually he ends up going crazy and like killing so his wife. That, Can you give us like what t- like if you look this like word up in the dictionary, like would it be like an is it adjective, a noun, a verb, verb? A no- I'm gonna stand the heck out of you. Say <laughs> it again. Because it broke up. Is it an adjective, a verb, or a noun? It is. Or is uh, it describing an someone? Describing the actions of someone. Oh. Okay. So. Like, don't be a stan. Ad- describing the actions. Yes. Okay. Does it have something to do with someone being like crazy or like abusive or is that what like it's leading stalker? to? Because that's kind of what the whole stan thing with Eminem's song was. So. Think about what the person was doing. Were they to a famous person? Oh, stalking. He was going crazy and like and writing them tons of letters and and eventually like being upset because he hasn't responded. And that's kind of what the song. So being upset, like obsession, and like yes, okay. There you go. That was the word I was waiting for. So it is describing. Got that one right. It's described as an overzealous or upset or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity and that's that word came up after eminem's hit song stan that came out in 2000 um and um it says here that uh you know it's describing it's also describing lady gaga has her little monsters and beyonce has her beehive it's those types of fans that are literally all over you all the time so they are obsessive and don't want to leave you alone yeah. Like I remember one time I was watching the Lady Gaga documentary that she made a couple years ago and she left her one hotel. There was this girl out there yelling like mom monster, mama monster or whatever. And she walks into her car and goes off somewhere else. And the second that she gets out of that car somewhere else, that same girl is there yelling the same thing. And I'm like, how wow. did you know where she was going? That's insane. So that's definitely an example of a stamp. Yeah. It's like Britney Spears' entire life. She is like mm-hmm. had to deal with that. Like, she, I couldn't imagine having to deal with that. Um, especially from like Britney's standpoint, where she became famous like so young, and then like all of a sudden, like just to be like, you can't like walk out in public, like go to the grocery store. You can't like without like having people around you to protect you. We talked about the Britney Spears show on a previous episode, didn't we? Yeah, we did. See, what's crazy, I'm a huge Britney fan and supporter, I and I haven't you. seen that show. Really? Yeah, I've heard about it. I just haven't it's watched really it. It's really good. Yeah, I heard it was, like, I heard it was really good, and that, like, it defended her and, like, helped her, because, like, 
I've always been a Britney fan. Like, crazy story, but like a very long time ago, before Britney actually like was like really famous herself, I met her at a Memphis mall when she was actually the um, she was the so like when they have a concert and like the she like she's the opener. The opener. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, she was the opener for. Yeah, NSYNC. they talked. They talked a lot about how she did a lot of um, mall tours because yes. that's just where she started. That's exactly where I met her at a didn't, Memphis mall. Didn't they have like a stage there or something? Was she performing? Yeah, they or? put it in the middle of like the food court, and then like they would have the concert there. Gotcha. Yeah. And then they just go to the next mall. Now I really can't imagine actually being the person that is the stand, like. I, yeah. I, how could you be so obsessed with a person that you completely disregard your own? Like, yeah. how in the world do you get yeah. to that fast? Like, those people are out. Don't tell to them how much money to our listeners. Please don't become stands of us. We love you, but oh, that gosh. would just be weird. No. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just for saying. like ten seconds, and then you'll be like, "Ooh." Yeah. No. no I'm just, I wouldn't like that. It's really weird <laughs> because the podcast that. I am a normal host on like we have just started to like have some more notoriety like recently and it is really weird because we got our first like negative comment and like oh interesting yes how was that okay like I was like really thinking about it for a while at first because I'm like so used to like interacting with our fans and they've been like I don't know just there's been a lot of, like, they've just been really cool. So to see somebody have this negative feedback, it, like, freaked me out. And then my best friend, who also is my co-host, reminded me when that's actually when you know you've, like, started to make it. Right, as you start getting negative feedback. Yeah. Correct. Interesting. So. Well, obviously, we haven't made it yet, Chris. <laughs> we haven't. We have somebody give us negative feedback so we feel yeah, better about Yeah, so we feel good doing. about ourselves. <laughs> well, tell, us how, tell us how much we suck, and we'll feel great. Yeah, so we are at the end of the hour. Uh, thank you for listening. It's been uh, it's been a fun journey again. Absolutely, and I, I I like having different guests every time. I really think it spices things up, gives us some more opinion here. So, and and I like the word game, Chloe. Yes, I hope I that's a regular on the show. I think we're running out of words, though. Maybe we have to start. No, you know, no I can, I've heard no. young people talk. We have plenty. I, I tell I you what, it. we need to have one where we have an older population or maybe just not necessarily older but maybe you guys come and bring us words from yes. for Kimmy and Chloe that maybe we don't know. You know what? That's this is idea. this is episode 12. On episode 13 maybe we'll start that. Yeah. Chloe will bring her young words and we'll bring her older words. Dial up. It'll be like a Perfect. we'll make it a game and there'll be like a score like how many can you guess? That's, All right, that's there you awesome. go. I like All it, right, so. yeah, old versus young. Here on Still Love You, Bro. Hey, and this has been Still Love You, Bro. If you like the podcast, make sure to give us a like or a download. Uh, we've got social media. We've got all the other things that are essential to a podcast. We've got email addresses. And we have a website. It's stillloveyabro.com. Stillloveya with a Y-A, bro.com. Or shoot us emails. as Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, or Chris at stillloveyabro.com. That's it. You can send us it there. Or you can leave a comment if your podcast platform allows it. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, and thank you to our guests once again, Chloe and Eric. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thanks for coming, Eric. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Chloe. Have a good week. Yay!